Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside Nick Yurko, a.k.a. the Duke of Hobbies. Nick, how are we doing today? Oh, pretty good, Jake. Pretty good. Just recovering from all the illnesses that I could possibly have in a single afternoon. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> A fun-filled day of being sick. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm glad I'm getting a little bit better. Still not near even close to like, you know, 70%. But, um, you know, what you're like, hey, can you still do it today? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I yeah well, I'm very appreciative of you being able to hit today because I'm pretty excited. This is actually not Pokemon related, but my son is uh, doing T-ball. He's just uh, is his, yes. his first uh, his first go at it, you know, um, so I'm pretty excited for him. He's really excited. We've been playing outside a lot, just uh, throwing the ball around. So um, excited for him um, and just to be outside because it's starting to get nice outside. Finally. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's finally nice warm weather, and I'm inside in pajama pants and a hoodie to stay warm because I'm freezing. Yeah, uh, that was me yesterday. I just had my Pokemon uh, uh, pajama pants on and just kind of <laughs> lounged around all day. All right. Well, um, so real quick before we get into our topic today, let's dive right into the Whimsy Watch. Hello, welcome to another Whimsy Watch. Who's ready for some battle styles? It's out there causing all kinds of chaos on the meta. And with that in mind, I'm gonna focus this watch on seeing what deck types from battle styles showed up this opening weekend. So let's just rapid strike style mustard our way right into this, because that's not hard to say. We are gonna work our way up in popularity. We had a few players uh, dip their toes into the ball juggling meta with Mr. Mime, as well as Salazzle and the Weeping Bell and single strike primate all of these single prize pokemon did not find too much success but it is definitely still early days tapu coco vmax saw a little play with some success in one tournament go and not so much in another so still some kinks to work out in that deck uh ursapult or drapafu or dragafu or however you want to ship dragapult and urshifu got into some action this weekend uh, it finished with a solid winning percentage of 52%, so the duo may have some legs. Continuing our trek upward in popularity, we see two decks come in at 2% of the meta, uh, 2% of this week's meta share. That's Corviknight VMAX and Single Strike Urshifu VMAX. Corviknight is an interesting new look at metal Pokemon, abusing the new Bronzong and Cheryl Supporter to hit for big numbers and negate your opponent's damage done to it. And Single Strike Urshifu uses the VMAX to hit for big numbers as well, and Oko a lot of Pokemon. Adding those Single Strike energies to the Urshifu's already large 270 damage enables this to be a very valid deck type. Now, our two most popular deck types from this weekend was Victini VMAX and Rapid Strike Urshifu. Both of these decks had solid winning percentages, and both made cuts over the weekend, so they're off to a pretty good start. Rapid Strike Urshifu's speed and ability to dish out knockout damage to bench Pokemon may prove to be a force to be reckoned with. And Victini is a leader of a firebox that ha- deck that has a solid potential. Victini's low energy cost, high damage attack leads the way and has the ability to switch to a multitude of different fire Pokemon 
to help seal the deal. Alright, so those are the new names to add to this meta. We'll just see which one will take off in our new Battle Styles meta over the coming weeks. And that's going to wrap up this week's watch. Uh, be sure to give a follow over at Twitter at WatchWhimsy. And as always, we will see you next week. And we'll throw it back to the guys. All right. Thank you, Chuck. Always, uh, always love those uh, Whimsy watch updates. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, with today we kind of, we have a couple of interesting topics. Uh, we wanted to state that really not going much on in the news right now for Pokemon, mm. which is a good thing uh, and a bad thing. Really, I, I mean, again, the point I mean, is the set uh, just dropped. So yeah, yeah there's a lot yeah. that news that was dropped, but now we're actually getting to play with it. So right. there's not right. a, a lot of looking to the future. Now let's actually touch it. Yes. Um, so you know, but before we talk battle styles, we got to talk about this weird shiny fates meta that entered into the Players Cup three mm -hmm. because Jake, you played in that this past weekend. I did. Uh, uh, we want to, you know, we kind of want to talk about some of the results that happened there and how you how it went for you. So, you know, let's let's talk off before we go into how your matches with like what was like preparing for the event because there's many people who tried to get into this uh and you know a lot of people didn't so you know being one of the you know you know a couple hundred people that got in 256 like, what were you, uh, 256, <laughs> Top you 256 know, yeah how what was your thoughts like what was the preparation you know or like the day of did did things run smooth did it feel like an official event at that point okay so as far as preparation um i kind of was doing the deck test uh for the rustization mm -hmm. and i decided hmm, that it is a good deck against a lot of the meta decks so i'm going to bring that um made a couple tweaks from our last episode i actually did start running the zamazentas with uh with you know some suggestion from other players that are uh really good uh and better players than myself and it really fixed the eternatus matchup uh mm -hmm. where it really was in the favor of the rustization when i played so i played probably another 100 plus games um since you know our last episode talking about that deck um that's kind of my preparation i was just trying to work out the kinks you know know your matchups inside and out so yep. i i was hoping not to run into fire which you know ever like Santa Scorch was everywhere, um, but my E-turn matchup was good. My tag team matchups were good. Uh, some of the fringe decks, uh, the the one prizers could be kind of 50-50. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what I found uh, going into the event. It was it was well run in my part. I didn't have any issues with the, the organizers. So whenever you make the top 256 of whatever region you're in, there's a Discord server um, that they invite you to, Pokemon does. Uh, for the Players' Cup 3. Um, and then they have like a little Q&A, maybe about 30 minutes beforehand, if there's any pressing questions or any concerns, uh, things like that. Um, so, you know, I didn't really have any questions, so we're just ready to go. Um, it's run on the Battlefly website, which it, at first I was, I was kind of hesitant because, you know, we're so spoiled in this Pokemon community having, um, you know, the resources we do and mm -hmm. having um, limitless um you know, the website limitless with all the other, you know, Pokemon communities running their own tournaments and it's seamless. So I was really kind of like, oh man, I would go to this external site, um, run through Battlefy and then also have Arcanine Labs in the middle of it. And then also the Discord. So it kind of on the outside looking in seems a, a little bit, more, yeah, a lot of puzzle pieces. So it does seem a little like more intimidating, I guess, um, to start. 
But really, once you know the things run, everything's run on Battlefy, and it went really smooth. So there's you know you can have a screenshot portion where you can just you know take your screenshot, and boom, you're right there after your report. So it's pretty seamless. Um, so yeah, that's as far as how it ran it on my end. It ran pretty smoothly. Um, I guess I didn't give it much of a chance not to because I didn't last very long. Um, uh, so yeah. it was unfortunate because my first matchup was a complete, like if everything's normal, like even as far as draw or like starting hands, I think I just steamroll. I was playing against Pikaram with no big charm. Yeah, because you, you know the deck list ahead of time, right? Your yeah, opponents. so it's, it's open deck list. So I'm, yeah. I'm looking through right like a minute before we start. And I'm like, dude, this is Picarom with no big charm. I can easily just one shot, no tool scrapper needed. Right. Um, just, you know, a rusted sword, a cat, and you're good to go. Um, and then proceeded to my first game. And I know, and you know me, I'm not one to complain about dead draws or bad luck in Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I always think that there's a learning experience. And even in those uh, bad luck experiences, there's always, typically, there's always a way to, you some know, kind of some sort of sequencing that can get you out of exactly. it. Exactly. Um, so, my first matchup, I started with um, a Meowth and I had. I had nothing else. Uh, it was like all energies or, or just a bunch like tools. Um, so, oh. okay. I, I went first, he goes second. And then I, I'm like, okay, just draw a supporter. Didn't get a supporter. So I just stuck with Meowth. And then of course he comes up and just zaps me. I'm like, okay, well uh. one game, you know, dead draw. It's okay. I still got this matchup. And then the next game I started with the Dene and all the same thing. I did end up, able to start I, I found a supporter and i started kind of catching up but at that point the pikachu play or the pikaron player had i think i think he had like 10 15 or 10 to 12 energies on the board before i was even able to attack because not only that he was rolling a lot of hammers and he mm -hmm. he i think he in that specific game he went three or four and Jeez. every time i was close to like he had like a marnie or a hammer or something to prevent me from doing my, what i needed to do so very bad matchup uh, or very bad result to a matchup that I feel that was super favorable. And mm -hmm. previous to Players' Cup, in my experience playing on ladder, playing in random tournaments, um, some of the, you know, the online tournaments, it was very favored in my uh, part where it was to the tune of some, somewhere around 12 and 1. So I was like, I was pretty upset about that. Um, where I didn't really feel like I had a chance to, you know, show what I was made of. Um, but you know, it happens. And yeah. then I went into the second round and I was actually ranked, uh, played against the, the 11th ranked player, uh, in North America. And we were playing, he was playing mad party and Ooh, that's a tough yeah. matchup. So it, it, it's a tough matchup, but thankfully I had the Zamazenta out. So this is twofold. He can actually just attack every turn. He doesn't have to worry about switch outs like, like Zoshian does. Right. And he's right. a little bit more tanky has a little bit more HP. So, uh, my strategy definitely in that game was get both Zamazentas out. I ended up winning game one. Nice. Uh, very close match. Um, I think he just ran out of energy because uh, that deck, you know, you have eight you energy. Eight. If, you pri yeah, if you prize one, um, it's kind of just your SOL at that point. Yeah. Um, so it was feeling decent. Going into game two, it went down to the wire again where he had one prize card left and one card in deck. So... There was nothing I can do. Uh, he 
I forget exactly what it was, but he needed either um, a boss, which I looked at his deck list and I'm like, okay, he only plays two boss. Both bosses are in there. Um, so I had to kind of like stall out cause I wasn't able to, to hit. So I was trying to make him like, just lose the rest of his resources. And of course, and he only had a small hand and he ended up getting a, a great catcher to get my Dedenne up. Um, uh. so, so lost a super close game. I feel like it was well played on both ends. Um, very, mm. very close. Um, can't really be too upset about that. And then going into game three, I pulled him out again with nothing, and true, and it, it was over in two turns. So I was like, okay, oh, well, no. never saw Zashian, never saw Zomzenta, never saw a supporter. So I was like, oh my gosh, like this deck doesn't generally like brick out, and it was just bricking for me. And I, it, it was upsetting, but I don't mind the 80 or the uh, the Nomad party because I feel like those first two games were very closely played, and you know. One out of three on a right. kind of a dead draw. Okay, I, I get it. That's that's fine. But that peak of one really put me on um, tilt, and that's the 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 bummer part. And it's not that I lost; it's just the manner of how I lost. So right, right. Getting donk. Not only does getting donk hurt, um, but like getting donk in a way where you have no real response because PTCGO prevented you. Yeah, I, I still don't blame it on PTCG because you could still have those hands in real life. Uh, it's so. so much harder to get like a full energy pull in real life. Well, like, like I said, it was it was energies and tools. So that the yeah. problem, I guess, is with the with the you do definitely want to have two like two balloons and at least two to three um, swords uh, swords in in the deck to you know just consistently get them when you need them. Um, also having tool scrapper just for those matchups, um, they can definitely hurt your consistency. Uh, early game right so that, i mean it lesson learned um would i have won um probably not just based off of the meta that we've been seeing because um i do want to go into that next uh yeah well you know, real quick i mean with your experience and stuff and what you've learned with your zashian deck do mm-hmm. you see any other changes that you would want to make to the deck currently at this time or are you okay with the way you, you feel like you're very comfortable currently I, with it i think i'm very comfortable with it so I was finding that 13 energies was kind of that magic number, but I also felt that tool scrapper was important for those Luke medals and those um, Pikas and ADPs for the big charms. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, would I make a change? I, th- I think if I was going to run that deck again, I would probably run it the same 60. Um, okay. It was a little unfortunate that, you know, the dead drawing and the starts that I had, uh, but whenever I did actually have, you know, a Pokemon or a poke or a quick ball to start, I felt like the games were definitely, you know, where I could definitely compete to win and had a chance. I felt it was a good, a good deck against the majority of the, the meta, the Santa Scorch matchup, which ended up, you know, being really, really popular mm-hmm. um, would have probably been a very, very hard match for me. Um, Cause yeah, they have, go. they have a lot of, uh, you know, they have a lot of answers for like the Zamazenta because they have Volcanian, they have mm-hmm. the Heatran. Uh, so it's not as straightforward, like in a, in an Eternatus matchup, it's like, okay, well you bench your, your ones, uh, your ones, Ashi and two Zamazenta and literally a, they, you, they can't beat you because they can't hit hard enough to get through you because they can't yeah. hit you with the V's uh, right. or the V maxes and they can't, their their backup attackers don't do enough damage right so right you just kind of tank it and switch off with the with the zombies and it's it's set at that point yep 
All right. Well, so you know, let's let's talk about these uh, this Sand Scorch meta that basically broke out like crazy here mm-hmm. um, in PC three, and now we're kind of seeing it everywhere, uh, yeah. even in the some of the latest other tournaments. Uh, but you know, Thomas Brophy and I believe it's actually Celia's network own mother, uh, Diana. Diana, I don't know the name. I've- yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not, not sure. So sure we exactly. Where I'm, I'm, but yeah. <laughs> but the important thing is, so both of them she's played. She's probably the sports. better Morsa. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Luke. I love you, but the she's Morsa. probably better. You, you would admit it too. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's um, uh, you know, they Thomas Brophy again, uh, dominating, making top sixteen with NA. Uh, he definitely had a scary route. Apparently, he tweeted out he went into the losers bracket for five rounds. So. Mm-hmm. You know, going down that path, submarine into victory is always a scary route. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it works out that way. And, um, yeah, so, you know, again, this Senna Scorch build is, you know, still a 3-3 line of the Sennies. But it's amazing here. He has a Reshisard in there instead of a third Volcania now. Um, you know, he has his Eldegoss, two Dedenes, two Crobats, one Zigzagoon because that ping is – just crucial it's times. It's important. Uh, one reset stamp, which I find interesting, but it's a three stellar wish Jirachi with that uh, Garatina and the, the Fion for the another way for the switch. Yeah, and just just a brutal deck. And like you said, like it it, it doesn't have answers against Zam and Zena as quick as it would like to, but it still can do some damage to the Samazens with that Volcania high heat blast doing 220 because of the weakness. And then you ping it and it's dead. Um, so that can, that can be a game changer right there against your deck. But, you know, Sun Scorch has been all over the place lately. Um, just amazing play by those, everyone, you know, who brought that just against the metal. Yep. And then obviously this does really well against a lot of other decks too out there. You know, what, what are your thoughts on this, Jake? No, it's, it's, it, I knew going in, it was probably going to be popular. I was kind of guesstimating mm-hmm. probably in the 15 to 19% played. Um, and just by the sounds of what I've heard other people playing, um, not even just the people that, you know, advanced, that, that it was much higher than that. So yeah, Santa Scorch was running rampant. Um, it was kind of a shame because like in the back of my head this whole time prep, prepping for it, I'm like, you know what's really good against Santa Scorch and E-Turn? And, you know, AD, or, and Pika's kind of dying down in Teleon. I'm like, the smart play says don't do it. But like right. I, in my back of my head, I'm like, dude, Inteleon... Even against uh, ADP, just wrecks because it can disrupt with that first attack with the energy plus weakness on Santa Scorch plus, you know, you know it could do that spread damage against the Eternatus to keep you uh, and plus the energy denial. Yep. Um, I'm like, uh, like in my back of my head, I'm like, that's probably the call. But I just kind of copped out. I'm like, that's not meta enough probably shouldn't run it <laughs> I, I think i think that we've all kind of learned is that um it's just not as consistent and even if you add it's just as many consistency cards as santa scorch you can yeah. for, to say it's it's just like for some reason it's still just enough it'll be slow too slow that it just can't catch up and if you're just that turn or two behind with Inteleon, it just you don't win with it 
Um, Very true. I mean, yeah, these are all it, valid points, and probably for the reason I didn't um, right. you know, uh, end up going got, with we've it. We've talked about this so many times with it, too, because, it, again, it's one of those things like it's I think but for both of us, because we both like Intellion a lot, obviously, and yeah. it's like always in the back of our heads, like, oh, there's that deck. And then, then you play it and you're like, there's a reason why I don't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, um, uh, you know, do we see a future for water if Pikaram is on the dying end? You know, maybe, maybe we got the new Blastoise and the Blastoise VMAX coming out. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of an interesting segue into our next topic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, we did have just a really cool uh, discussion. We did around the board. We recorded that. Uh, that episode should be out by the time this podcast episode comes out but we recorded the same day for both of those here and one of the things we talked about was the you know the tag team through battle styles meta you know what Mm -hmm. we think will be best um and one of the things that was kind of brought up and i thought the guest on there and if you haven't watched that yet please check it out we had a phenomenal time with everyone on there Mm -hmm. Uh, but the you know they were talking about this triangle again of like the rock paper scissors shoot of what you might see and I don't know, Jake. I think it's more of a square right now in battles yep. with the battle styles, yep. excluding the one deck that, that we all came to agreement that it sits on by itself at all times, which is ADP. You yeah, know? ADP doesn't really have weakness. Um, right. And it, it, its game plan is the same no matter what it plays against typically. Yep. is So you're just ultra creation boss boss. So I still think it's going to be a really good deck. Um, until the day it rotates, I think it will be the most successful tag team deck going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a couple new decks in, that are exciting, new, um, cool new mechanics. Um, and yep. the, the, the possibilities are kind of endless right now, um, which is kind of exciting because I think everybody in the meta right now has been dying for this because it's always like we were just talking to Maddie, Maddie Tate from Chill Cheesy's tcg and he's like oh well i'm i'm pumped for the guy that won the tournament um, but oh man i have to make another e-turn uh video right. it's like right. how many e-turn vi- videos can you do so now you're seeing um like myself i put the single striker shifu out you've been you've been seeing the people put multiple rapid strikes which i'm working mm-hmm. on one now um plus there's a bunch of these like baby decks and just the new supporting oh. line of pokemon they just interact a little bit differently and can be very effective yeah. yeah, you know what was not brought up, and I wanted you to bring this up, talk about this, is the Kingdra deck in the, around the board. No one brought yep. it up at all, which we I think my mind was a little blown from that. Yep. Uh, but what what is, you know, this Kingdra deck is something that I think a lot of people don't understand. It fits, in my mind, in this one corner that we're switching out of that box of yep. the matchups going on. So I think it could be a very fun deck. It is a, like those baby prize decks. Um, and it can really hit hard and do one shots. Um, but the problem is, again, it's Frostmoth dependent, but we are going into a meta that is more dependent on those um, stage ones. Um, so I think Frostmoth will get more viability just because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the idea is you'll get multiple horsies out there and you're going to try to evolve them to Kingdras. Um, and you also at the same time are trying to get Frostmoth out. Um, and so he, the Kingdra has... An attack that says this uh, this attack does 40 damage for each water energy attached to this Pokemon. So it's 40 times. So you're gonna, you're hitting big numbers, you know, the more you get on. Uh, yep. But you're like, okay, Jake, well, he's only 150 HP. He can die pretty easily. Um, and then you're just kind of restarting with, with um, 
you know, your Frost Moth engine again. Um, but the real kicker is he has a, an ability, the Deep Sea King, and that reads when you uh, when your active Pokemon is knocked out by an attack from your opponent's Pokemon, you may move any number of water energies from that Pokemon to this Pokemon. So say you just chain some of these, so you can get like four, four to six. He gets knocked out. He's moving those four to six to another Kingdra. Yep. And then you're frost mothing on top of that. So if you can continuously, consistently get those Kingdras out there and at least have one on the bench when the other one gets knocked out, he's sharing all that energy and and just doing massive amount of damage where you can be one-shotting um, those Corviknights. You can't Cheryl if you just get one shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It takes yeah. a little bit of work to get there. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, this is a baby prize deck and Dragapult Urshifu is another kind of new popular deck that's coming out. Right. They can start sniping things before they set up. Um, but real if you quick, play before it right... We go, real quick, before we yeah. talk about the, the next deck here, I, I, I do want to say what this box is and how I view it. And right now, again, we started off with water. All right. Mm-hmm. And water, including that King Tra deck, because this can one shot. It's a baby prizer deck, too. Um, and that is great against fire because Senate Scorch is still going to be rampant here. So mm-hmm. you don't even need as much energy as you were talking about for the f- water deck because Correct. of the fact that it's it's out there now uh, because it's Senate Scorch. Well, this is weak to, like you were bringing up, Dragapult Urshifu, Rapid Strike Urshifu. That yes. spread damage is going to be crazy against the single prizes right now, and that'll keep them in check. And then just behind that, again, is basically like the Corviknights, the Corviknight VMAX, the ones who don't, who can just tank the damage kind of mm-hmm. builds. Um, and, you know, maybe Turnus kind of fits in that spot, but not at the same time. It, again, it's, it's, it's different. Uh, but then lastly, again, is the Senate Scorch. <laughs> fire. Yeah. Fire is just, fire is saying no to everything for pretty much, uh, you know, so much right yeah. now. So, so uh, I do want to kind of the welder in meta yeah. still. So we've, we know the welder decks, we know the ADP, E-Turn, they're, they're all basically going to stay semi, semi the same. Yep. Um, I do want to talk just like a high level on the Urshifus. Yeah. Um, I just actually put out a video a couple days ago for the single strike Urshifu. Um, and it is pretty solid. I would, without really kind of doing a whole deck, deck breakdown, because I wasn't really recording data, I was more just trying to get um, a feel for the list mm-hmm. um, and what was kind of working. Um, but, but if you can get out, you know, those hound, the hound dunes and start charging this, uh, this guy up, he can easily one shot all these, uh, tag teams and he can get into that range of knocking out the, the V maxes, uh, yeah. with his G max one blow, it does 270, And then plus you have those strong energies on. So do an additional 20 per, um, you can get them accelerated. Like I said, with the hound doom and you can also physically attach it. Um, so it's, it, it can deal with those big, the big boys, uh, for sure. Um, it also has a really good utility attack beat down for three colorless. So again, it's pretty easy to charge up with the whole Hound Dune combination and, and, and the V's version of his, his, uh, first attack. Was it laser focus? Laser where, focus. Yep. Yeah. Where you can just attach up to two energy uh, fighting energies to him. Turn, turn one. Amazing for it. Yep. Right. Just um, yeah, turn one if you're going second. Yeah, if you're going second, but still, yeah. yeah that, so you, if you get to the beatdown portion, um, against baby decks, you can you can take knockouts pretty consistently with that yeah. because again, strong energy is helping that. Uh, so it could deal with baby decks. 
It can deal with the big guys. Um, it, it can struggle with, um, you know, speed of consistency, like ADP, like those center scorches can. Um, it, it takes a little bit of setup. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it, once you get the train thoughts, going. But my thoughts is with single strike has always been the fact that that fury squirrel shuts down crushing hammers. Because even if, yep. say, you lost all your attacks from the hammers and you got probably hit that turn, mm-hmm. and then you hound him a single strike energy on, put the fury squirrel on, do that counter damage that's yep. huge you're probably return fire is enough to knock it out also so yeah like, for sure it, the, destruction, the school... single strike single strike oddly has a weird counter to disruption in a weird way like it, it's it's backwards in yeah. my mind and and some people were thinking okay this this single strike doesn't really have the consistency but with the with the stadium um with mm-hmm. all the new single strike um, supporters, they're very versatile. They're completely different from, you know, their professors and the Marnies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do, they are more niche. Um, like Bruno is, is probably better in some of these single strike um, single prizes because he's, he's probably drawing you seven and you're reshuffling into your hand and you typically don't want to lose resources with right. the single strike. So Bruno's pretty good. Um, I still haven't found the mustards to be, uh, I found them underwhelming so far. I've tried to work. We don't really have a lot of cards to consistently get your hand down um, right. to a one card hand. In, in the past, I know there was um, no Archie's ball trick, uh, hidden right. ball trick, uh, but they also had great balls. So they're discarding two. They had battle compressor, which is discarding three. So they had more consistent ways to get that kind of trick off. Right, right. now it's a little rough. Because you have quick ball, you have certain stadiums, and things like that. But there's not yeah. a, not as much, uh, you know, effects to do that. So he's been a little underwhelming for me so far. Right. I think I think one of the things is it's it's one of those like there's so much work to get to that point to use it that if you're not using it, like you you basically have to build your deck around it, mm-hmm. and that seems kind of backwards for single strike because you know like you said they don't want to discard that much they want to discard but make it useful discards yeah even if you get all that trick off and you get your your urshifu into the into the the v max into your bench like you're drawing cards but what if you don't draw the right cards (laughs) then okay yeah you skip the evolution but now you're just kind of sitting there and you can't attack because you know it is a kind of a hefty attack cost and this is not uh, rapid strike where it's a it's a double colored energy. It's their singles. Here, here's my thoughts on single strike. What I've experienced with it is in terms of, I believe it's primarily is to get the hound doom and the um, uh, the, the the pig out. Like that's what it's meant it's meant to do. Like to that force will do pig. <laughs> I'll just call it the pig. Um, but it, it, to get him out there, get it into the bench. That way you don't have to run any evolution line for it. And then yeah. draw five cards, which is, that'd be pretty nice. Cause you could, if you put two of those in your deck, maybe with the single strike, and then you have the, the single strike uh, tower to mm-hmm. discard for it. That's not bad. You're okay. Discarding the pig because you're like, well, I'm not going to use earth, you know, mustard right now. Anyways, for I sure. have to use something else. So, you know, that that's kind of my hot take on, on, on that kind of that setup right now. I mean, I yep. just don't see it useful for rapid strike version. The rapid strike version of mustard just doesn't work for me at this point. Yeah. Um, say, I would agree with that. Um, before we move on to the next, uh, I want to talk about uh, rapid strike. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we move on from the single strike, I do want to say I did uh, put that in the video. I did put Rose in the, in a two count yes. um, to, to see it. 
it's not as good as like a welder would be. Um, yeah. But it definitely ha- brings utility where you can chain some of his, uh, the G max blows or G max one blows uh, back mm-hmm. to back. It makes it possible um, <laughs> with, with the, with the double hounds dune with the, the jar, the urn of vitality or whatever it was. And then a rose in a combination of all that stuff. It is definitely workable. Um, right. With Cricketune. It, it is, it is decent. Now, I mean, I, I'll say it again. Uh, Rose is what Welder should have been. Instead of being rewarded for playing Welder, I, I, I don't know. I'm always anti you get rewarded for playing a certain card like yeah. that. Like, like this, I think they, they're getting better at this too. Like, look at, look at mustard, you know, again, is it takes a lot of effort to reward yourself to play that card for sure. And rather than just here it is. Um, but I mean, maybe that's just my experience with it. I still like Rose as always. <laughs> it, I, I still give Rose a C minus. <laughs> fair. It's fair. No, but it's definitely playable, but yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to the, the rapid strike. Cause I think, more people are excited about rapid strike, especially that, you know, you know, the people that got their hands on it and kind of played um, the deck. Um, yep. We, we had a, you know, spoiler alert a couple of weeks ago, we had the around the board with Zach, uh, Zach Lesage. We had Slowpoke Well, Gyro Sean was all on the single strike. And I believe two of the three have switched their thoughts on, you know, what's better. Right, um, I don't see Slowpoke ever changing his mind. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, because he's going to make it work. If, if he puts his oh, mind yeah. to something, he's going to work on but, something. So, so the single strike is very straightforward and not a lot of room to like experiment, I guess, on deck. Uh, you know, your deck experimenting. Uh, but Urshifu VMAX racket, Rapid Strike fits so well with different uh, different techs as supporters as different backup pokemon um everybody's of course and i've definitely been a proponent proponent of the dragapult um variant but there mm-hmm. are other variants that so you have the Catterday, um one that you saw kind of uh, andrew mahone running with the dragapult beforehand but you you know use him just with urshifu instead yeah um and, and there's you know there's a different draw supporters and everything like that um yep it's been it's been Super solid. I've I've only played a handful of games because I just actually today got my three three line of of the rapid strike and it's already destroying things uh, pretty consistently. And I feel uh, it's G Max Rapid Flow attack that does two or one twenty to two of your po- your opponent's Pokemon is a great attack. Mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely set up KOs, especially with Dragapult. But what I think makes this card stand out over the single strike is it's Gale Thrust, um, where it's just one energy and you just move it up and you're doing 150. And mm-hmm. you're, you're basically, it's very hard for this guy to get one shot. So you're basically just going to do that and then hit into, you know, your opponent for the, the G-Max Rapid Flow. Or you can even kind of get two of these guys back and forth and just kind of keep switching back and forth. Um, that's a very good strategy, a very fun strategy. It's very possible with the stadium in play, and it's very easy to get this up and running with the um, Octillery. Octillery is great for this deck. Yep. Um, I think Octillery overall is better than Hound's Dune, at least early on, because you can have so many options. You can get a supporter. You can get the Karinas. You can get 
you can get the uh, energy, you can get the stadium, um, you can get anything you want, anything that says rapid strike. Um, so it just gives you more options. And typically when you have options, you, you know, you can have more success. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No, I, I completely agree. And it's like, that's why I, you know, I was surprised by that episode, how many people were saying that they like single strike more. I enjoy single strike, but I still think rapid strike is going to be there. It's, it just has, it, it's, it's faster. I think it's more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know what will be the ultimate version of rapid strike, but I believe mm-hmm. it will be rapid strike that stands out at the end, you know, like uh, in this meta and, you know, the, again, I, I love cards like Empoleon V who knows, like, again, it, it, it just, there's just so many options out there now for rapid strike. I, like you said, like single strike, there's really only one path for it right now. Yeah. Um, and that's really the only, the Urshifu. Um, you know? Yeah. For now, um, yeah. there's definitely room to grow, but when saying going into single strike or rapid strike, the rapid strike just has a little bit more flexibility at the moment. Right. Right. Um, and, and so, I mean, like Jake, you know, at least for you, you know, in this meta, the tag team through Bastos, what do you think will be the best deck in it, though? Um, for me, I still think it's going to be Urshifu Dragapult um, because it has so many good matchups. Um, so you you think ADP is really good. It, it does well against that so far in the early testing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dragapult's always typically done good against ADP. Um, Billy, Billowing Fan is a really good card. Um Against the 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 Urshifu single versus rapid, I think head to head from what I've seen other people test and from just my experience, again limited, um, it's been going rapid strikes way. Um, hey, Senna Scorch is always going to be good. I think that could be you know that that game could be very close. I haven't got to test that matchup yet, um, but it definitely seems like it could win um here's, either, here's, either my, side. here's here's my ultimate prediction right now santa scorch and eternatus will be definitely dominating for a while i still uh, think this is gonna I, get well, okay so here, i think it will see a definitely a downfall in eternatus but santa scorch is just going to continue to be santa scorch it's a welder deck the future i wonder at the very end of this meta though it could very well be urshifu dragapult uh, something urshifu rapid strike for sure because i believe what will end up happening is i mean like if you put in oddly enough if you put in one empoleon v okay against your opponent and and a single strike in a rapid strike deck you could shut that down. You can shut down Sand Scorch's ability to be as consistent as it wants to be with the Garatinas and the uh, Jirachis that yeah. they try to use because you're just, you've, you wipe them out. They, they lose, they lose that ability to use them. Yeah, and, for sure. and so that could be Sand Scorch being shut down and then Empoleon can attack and the math isn't great. It does 260 to the, to the Sand Scorch, which is, you know, knocks out one Sand Scorch V, but, you know, that's enough that you could be knocking out two Pokemon, taking four plus prizes in one turn with your Ushifu. It, it's also rapid. water. So yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's just, it's amazing how, how quickly you will be doing the damage against the Santa Scorches with the, the, with the rapid strike Pokemon, which is why, again, like I, I think a lot of people will be 
unsure of how to get it and it will be a little less winnable at first because people are trying to learn it while sense scorch has been stagnant and sure. will remain the same right now um but then as it as it goes on i believe we'll see rapid strike rise and rise for sure i agree um before i think that's enough for the 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 rapid strike single strike yeah. um there is one deck that at least locally and just the kind of the small inner circle of players that we're starting to branch out and talk to are really in love with and that, of course, is the Corviknight with the Cheryl and yep. the Bronzong. Um, yep. Have you seen it? Have you? What's your experience with it so far? Um, so I haven't played against it at all yet, uh, but I get the premise. Okay, mm-hmm. so it is so hard. Corviknight VMAX is amazing ability, right? Just do you just ignore so much in the game? Yeah, can't take the pain. You have built-in metal goggles. You have built-in, you know aurora energy you just you just say ah meh you know i don't need yeah. this uh and then cheryl's like hey i'll heal you but you know you gotta lose energy and then bronzong is like that's okay we'll switch this energy around here you get healed and then you just then you switch this back mm-hmm. and or or you just retreat <laughs> into the oh, fashion oh, to finish oh. off something <laughs> did we forget the um the corvanite's retreat is free Yes, that's what I mean. That's that's the great craziest part. So you're like, you have this VMAX who has free retreat, which bold decision by them, but they had to make Corviknight good because Corviknight is an amazing Pokemon in the video game. And it's like about time Corviknight's finally, like his other variations are terrible in the card game. Yeah, when I first saw it was announced before I actually read it, I'm like, oh, another Corviknight. Oh, we just throw this in the the bulk pile. Right, but it's it's such a strong like again. It's just it's an amazing Pokemon. I get why our local community is all over this. It to me, it's just so solid. It yep. just does so much. And moving forward, it keeps metal not just being a Rustization build. I think this this makes metal interesting to play. Yeah, that makes Copperaja definitely worth looking into. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, same with Caesar where or Vmax like. Not saying they're going to be meta, but at least something that makes them, you know, Bring back a little trap bit pinch. Uh, yeah. or exactly. So they... you're you're hitting it for so much less, and it, it could definitely could just heal. Um, no, those are those are great other options. I do want to talk. There is a difference here that we kind of brought up on our around the board. Um, Maddie, you know, pointed out that you know there's the bronze the bronzor that can mm-hmm. ev- evolve immediately, but he has 50 HP, and you know what knocks that out perfectly. Dragapult. Dragapult, yeah. Okay. So, so the, the question is, um, which bronze order do you want to play? Do you want to play the one where you can evolve immediately? But, you know, sometimes you're not going to get them that same turn, especially if you're digging. Or do you want to, or you want to play the the other version, the new one that came out in, in the Battle Styles. It actually has 60 HP, so it doesn't get to evolve right away, but you're definitely making it harder on your opponent to knock them out. So... Yep. Really, there's like, okay, it's kind of give or take. Do you think you're going to high roll it and get both of them in the same turn? Um, or do you kind of want to take that kind of slow and steady, hey, I'm going to at least be able to tank some sniping damage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, it, it's... It... Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I'm at a loss of words. Judgment, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a judgment call, um, but it's, it's definitely something to consider for sure. Um, yeah. Just again, more options are being given to multiple different decks, and that's just right. one example of it. 
Um, so it's exciting times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Bal- this is the set that we've been wanting for since Darkness of Blaze came out right away. Yep. Uh, and Battle Styles, like we were, we were really excited about Vivid Voltage, and it just didn't pan out the way we expected no. it to. This it was a very set. long meta of like variations of the same decks. Uh, but I think Battle Styles is like here. Yep. So before we go into any kind of baby decks, because I mean, I, there are a few variants out there mm-hmm. that we want to talk about. Another exciting thing that actually Maxlow uh, from Flow TCAS brought up, um, you know, he works at a, um, at a Walmart, I believe. Um, and, you know, they distribute Pokemon cards and we've had, we've had scalpers kind of, I, I don't want to say ruin it, but ruin it. They're kind of ruining it for us where it's just so impossible to find a product. Um, And they're just going for the, you know, they're trying to, you know, upsell to everybody. And therefore there's that trickle down where, like we've talked before, where LGSs are having to overcharge um, for to their customers and they don't want to, um, but to keep their doors open, they have to. And it's kind of an unfortunate truth what we've seen here locally. Um, But Maxo has a ray of, of hope here. He's saying, uh, you know, he gets to see, you know, when those scalpers come in in the morning to kind of see what's available for Pokemon products. They're staying away from battle styles because there's yeah. no fat Pikachu. There is no Charizard. So the scalpers aren't really, this is not a sexy set for them. So hopefully if that's a trend everywhere nationwide, we'll be able to get product again um, quite reliably. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. going to, it's going to be very, I'm, I'm very excited about the fact that like we got our cards, they're in, we're going to open them. Yes. <laughs> we're just probably going to open them. Uh, I, I mean, I will be streaming on our, on, on our, on our Twitch. Um, just like I did the other night. It was mm-hmm. a very fun uh, opening experience gotten to open the, IRL cards and then shortly after doing the the you know the the PTTGO cards and then actually building a deck with uh, you know some of the community members and so I'm definitely looking to do that again and I'm definitely looking to ramp up my streaming schedule so I'm on more consistently for you guys and you know that we can grow our community um so it's it's been fun um and I continue to uh, look forward to it growing Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I just can't wait to play actually pick up and play more yeah. <laughs> as i as i as i try to say that and every time i go to play more something else pops up but um I, life. <laughs> battle, battle styles keeps every time we've talked about battle styles and now that the cards are here especially like even playing in the pre-release i had just such a fun time with those cards that you know i i i think this is looking forward very bright um, yes, you know, I hope I'm saying that is true, even up until rotation and rotation will be even better in my mind, too. I agree. I, the, the archetypes that are new and good, I don't think are overpowered in breaking the game. But at right. the same token, it it moves that triangle to a square, like you said, um, mm-hmm. or maybe even more. Now, before we go, though, let's let's do talk about some other baby prizer decks here. Um, and, you know, again, Mad Party's still around. 
So mm-hmm. Mad Party with Level Ball has just gone up in ability. Level Ball is another one, yeah, for sure. Right, like Level Ball's ability to get exactly what you need for the Pokemon, which is incredible. Uh, and I think, you know, moving forward, we have we know that there are some with that are already thinking of using it with the Cherum because of the fact that mm-hmm. the Grass Energy to be able to put the energy where you need to and not rely on the the double and single is important. Yep. Um, uh, the the twin energy because you know there's been many times I don't know about you Jake but I just force my opponent to run out of energy with a triple and double. Yeah, um, a lot of times if you're a bigger deck and you're playing against Mad Party, sometimes the win condition is just hey they run out of energy. Right. Um, so especially it, especially if they it, it, like if they had to discard early and you already see two twin energies uh, in, oh, in the yeah. discard pile, you're like, oh, that goes a long way because that's that's really. All you then all the only Pokemon you have to attack then is uh, is Poltergeist at that point, yeah. Because they're not going to be able to, you know, they can't put the triple acceleration on on um, uh, on Bundle Bay. But then again, you also have to think about in terms of moving forward, post rotation, Cherim is probably the only real way to play, um, a, a, a really real way to play that, that Mad Party because there's no good way. I've tried it without it. Um, and I've seen some success, but you're so much slower that your energy, as soon as a crushing hammer hits, it's over for you. Yeah, agreed. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's it definitely opens up the uh, you know for any of those non-rule box. Um, and one other last you know deck that I kind of want to just highlight is that Mark Cactus. Um, I've seen a couple uh, you know uh, Pokemon YouTubers. Um, streamers play it um it's the one from base set of sword and shield and it does 60 <laughs> times so you can easily so it says uh 60 times flip flip a coin for each uh energy attached to this pokemon this attack does 60 for each heads so it's kind of like a poor man's like cramorant um where you just get you get um uh chair them out there and you just load them up um <laughs> And then you play lots of energy recovery because there's the new energy recover. So you get five energies out of your, your discard. So mm-hmm. um, Mark Actus, I don't know if it's meta, but it's definitely another fun option to yep. explore. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I, we, we, we know, we know, I, all right, I'll, I'll say this. We know with Cramorant V and VMAX, there was this tournament won by a player that used it, um, you know, very impressive. When things are going right with Kramer and VMAX, it's going to go right. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the fact that you really could just use a baby prizer version of it out there. Yep. I th- I think it might be worth it because that trade for one-to-one is, you know, like if you knock out an Eternatus with it and they knock out your mark just next turn, you're like, cool, a three-to-one yeah. trade-off. You, you, can also put, you, know, you can also put those Tapabulos in there too. Um, and so they're just that much, uh, they have that much more versatility, um, you know, as an attacker. So do we see that with grass moving forward? Do we see that grass goes maybe towards because of chair, it it becomes primarily baby prizer instead? Um, maybe I, cause it is, I think Cherum overall is just better than Rillaboom uh, because he can move it anywhere. Um, and it's unlimited, um, Rillaboom's, you know, two, um, the one downfall, one. Yeah, it's a stage one. But the one downfall is that it is you have to have it from your hand. Um, so there's there's pros and cons. But I think going forward, the most successful the grass decks, um, 
especially with fire being rampant, uh, are those babies because babies don't care about weakness because they're just going to die anyways. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I uh, grass. I don't know. I just think about looking more into that. I might build a deck with that now. <laughs> that'll be so much fun. There's good ways to get that energy back, and <laughs> yeah, be worth there's it. plenty of ways to recoup that energy. And uh, you know, there's multiple different kind of attackers. I've even seen um, uh, what was it, the Necrozma or something like that, and or what was no, what's that one that uh, it hits you to you have 10, 10 HP left. Uh, oh, oh there's a few actually uh, out there. Uh, the uh, Ultra Beast version uh, that's grass right now. Uh, uh, Colton played that against me in my matchup against him in our gauntlet. Yeah, um, it, it, yeah, it's a, it's a good another good deck that you know has a consistent way to get those energies on. And in the past, right. it was not so easy. So right, yeah, grass decks. You know, babies are going to be effective for sure. Yeah, yeah. So all right, all right. well. Jake, I think that kind of covers it um, for today, though. You know, this is more one of those we know we know going into this episode that there's there's more right now that's just being discovered. Yeah. Um, so what we really want to hear is what everyone's discovering. What what's the community thinking about? What what's the first impressions of everyone else playing battle styles? Because that's what we want to talk about. What what we want to hear. So you know, again, mm-hmm. um, you know, reach us out to us on our Discord page or on Twitter and stuff. We'll gladly talk about it. And you know, if anyone brings up something really interesting or they they're like, hey, look, this is this undiscovered combo uh, right now. Let us know because we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll bring it up. You know, you know, sure. if we find anything interesting, we'll we'll bring it up in the next episode. Definitely. Um, and then before we head off, I just want to say uh, again, thank you for the community. You guys are awesome. Uh, I know this week kind of a slower week just to, because we're still trying to test out these decks. Um, we will have more deck profiles coming on down the line. Um, in addition, we're going to have some pretty cool guests coming down the line as well that I'm pretty excited about that. I yeah. know at least our local group is going to be super excited about. Um in the, in the coming week. And we have other ones lined up past that where um, I'm, I'm pretty excited. And I hope you guys are too, because you know, this community is full of awesome people and it's just great to be able to connect and get to know everybody as, as uh, you know, being part of this group as our community um, locally and at large. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the future um, and yeah, we'll keep on going as long as you guys keep on listening. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that does it for me, Jake. How about you? Uh, that just about wraps it up. Right. Oh, well, that, one last thing. One last oh, thing. I knew it. Um, I knew you had. You it, always yeah, have yeah. one last thing. Well, <laughs> it is one last thing. Um, no, I'm so excited because, you know, Players Cup, they are going to give up prizes hopefully soon in the next week or two. So um, keep a lookout for those new deck boxes. And there's a certain somebody that's a awesome part of this community that didn't get a chance to get it where I'm going to make it right. And he's going to get a deck box. I, I know you have, but he, I think he beat you to it. He, he, he put a punch. He put a message out saying he, refu- he will refuse. Did he really? Yeah. I, I, Cash, Cash man. You better take them. You send it to him. You send it to him still. <laughs> I will send it to him and he will accept. Yeah. And if he, if he denies, I'll send it. I'll, I'll send it to him again with a different card. Um, ah. in, in <laughs> there you go. So no. Um, right. But yeah, thanks guys for for joining us this week. Yeah, thanks everyone. Thank you again for listening to the Triple P podcast. 
You can follow us on Twitter at PitPokePod. You can join our Facebook group and Discord server to play and chat all things Pokemon. Check out our YouTube channel, and we stream openings, matches, and events on twitch.tv slash Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast.